to another episode of Not Your Normal Books. My name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing very well, but I'm also sweating so much right now. It is roughly about like early to mid 80s. Um, I think when I mowed the lawn, we were probably closer to 90, which was oh, so much fun. My dog just devoured her vanilla ice cream, so it's a fun time right now. It's been a been a long week. I, I've I've it's it. I've worked a full week. I was supposed to go in. The plan originally this week was for me to go in and work a couple hours this morning, but um, they ended up changing what time we were going to be shutting down, so I didn't have to work today. So I did a little bit of bupkis, which was kind of nice. It was so nice. That it, like, the weather was so nice. I went out with my dog, and we sat on our front porch and just kind of watched, like, traffic go by, a couple bunnies in the yard. She uh, tried to go after a couple squirrels. <laughs> so, no, normal day. Um, so, early, a couple, like, it might have been yesterday or the day before. I cannot. Yesterday. So Friday at work, I finished in between reading the series for, um, for the podcast. I was reading another series and a series that I had read the first couple books, a couple different times, and I was just waiting for all the rest of the books to come out. And I finally finished reading all nine books in the series. And. I was kind of glad, like, I was kind of near my workstation when I read this one part because if I was in the break room, I would not have been able to hold back emotions, but I was just, like, bawling, crying because of what had happened. So, um, it's a really good series. So, if you guys want to check out the series, it's called The Veil Diaries by, oh, let me pull it up. It's B.L. Brennamer, I believe. Brennamer. Um, so the last name is spelled B-R-U-N-N-E-M-E-R. Brennamer. So uh, that is a really good series. You guys, check it out. It's so good. Um, I last last week or the week before, I cannot remember any any of when I got this done, but I I chopped majority of my hair off so it's like in a very short bob and I can barely get it back in a ponytail and like I didn't realize how hot it was going to be so I just want it off like my neck so I have it in this weird like low half ponytail half bun because the hair is so short I can't get it out of the ponytail and then my bangs are just every which way 
So my forehead's still hot. Haircuts. You need them, and then when you don't want them. Uh, I really don't have really much else for you guys, so uh, without further ado, we're actually going to get into our book. The book that we have this week is Resurrection by Lori Falter. Our characters are Kennedy, Harrison, May, Doc, Beverly, and Christina. So where we left off on the last book was um, the infected had gotten inside of their little holdout in Ezekiel Labs. So now they're all running for their lives. And um, the woman they really went to go see, uh, Marion Krimmel, who was the woman from the broadcast, she is bitten. And on her couple last dying breaths, she tells them that they are the last hope. Now, what she means by that is in Harrison's blood, well, Harrison's blood, I think I went over this the last episode, Harrison's blood created the virus, but his blood can also create the antidote. So they need to find a scientist. They need to find either a scientist or a doctor, just someone who is able to make an antidote. They finally get outside and there they find Doc, May, and Christina. Or not Christina, shit, sorry. And Beverly. Out of all, they are the only people to make it out of that building. Alive. Healthy. Not infected. So they start heading out of town. And they're using hand signals. And they're also looking for vehicles that they can use that have gas. Because I think a lot of the vehicles that they're going to find, the doors are going to be open in them. And so with the doors being open, that means lights are on. That means the batteries have been completely drained. Um, Before they make it to a vehicle, they get to a coffee shop. And there they're able to get some, they're able to get some food, which is mostly just pastries. Um, Think of like in any coffee shop, a lot of it's going to be like um, pound cakes and everything. But these are individually wrapped. So they have not started to mold yet. But while they're in there, they get surrounded by infected. And they start to notice that the infected infected always goes straight for Harrison. They're able to get out of there and they make it to a major highway. But what they see on that highway, it just, it stuns them. Because I think it would stun anyone. Um, We've probably, most of us have probably seen... um, Oh, shit. Um, I am legend. And kind of like what the world looks like, like that. But this is years after, but I am legend happened like what years after it happened. So, 
you don't see a whole, I, I don't remember if you saw a whole bunch of vehicles just like, uh, um, congestion congest or, or uh, what, what do I want to say here? Um, uh, just not a pileup, but just like blocking the roads, but that's what they see. They see all these, all these cars just on the freeway empty some with bodies in them and they realized that when the infected started attacking the city it was during rush hour and people were trying to flee um we've probably all seen on on the news and everything once like a um i think most i i vaguely remember for hurricane katrina but um for like other major hurricanes that we've had, people trying to leave the city and how congested the the roadways were of people trying to leave. That's kind of what it seemed like the roads were on this or in this. Um, so a little bit into the freeway, they're able to find an SUV and then they take that as far as it will take them on gas. From then on, they're walking, and soon they find a cabin at the edge of the woods. Uh, there's a, a a lake or a or a small river close to them, but they realize they're not alone. Uh, there are infected, and Doc, Beverly, and May they start running back towards the road. Kennedy stays put. Harrison runs toward the infected. And they all converge on him. So Kennedy has, she still has a rifle. So she's shooting them one by one. Making sure not to hit Harrison at all. But then you see him just like come up like with this giant roar. And just throw like six infected off of him. And, and slowly but surely they go and they kill the rest of them now Harrison has been bitten multiple times and he is so sure he's going to turn now this isn't the remember this is not the first time that he's been bitten more than 60 seconds go by and he has not been turned yet so everyone just becomes more relaxed so they're spending the night in the cabin at daybreak, Harrison starts to make weapons for for them. And he makes makeshift swords. And that actually becomes uh, Beverly's weapon of choice. And from there they move on because they need they need to keep moving. They need they're they're going to head towards the next big city. Which is Detroit. I'm gonna, I didn't check this on Google Maps, but I want to check this. So, walking by foot, if, if you're walking from Chicago to Detroit, it'd be roughly four days. Obviously, they're not going to walk that entire, that entire length. But you are going roughly, they're traveling roughly 
271 uh, miles. Now, I originally thought, I'm just like, well, they're going to pass. They're going to go through Ohio. No, technically, no, they're not going to go through Ohio. They're going to go straight from um, Illinois into a little bit of Indiana and then straight into Michigan. So when I when I drove to Chicago, uh, I think it was last year, um, I drove, we left from Columbus and we went to Chicago that way. So we got to drive through all the way through Indiana, which was so fun. Um, but, um, so, so it's going to take them a little while to get there, but that is the next biggest city. So they get to the cabin. And once they get there, they see infected around them. And so, you know, they have this mentality now that they need to protect Harrison. Because Harrison is the key to protect civilization. So, they start fighting. And they're able to... I think I skipped a whole... I think I just reread something and I can't remember if they actually find infected at the farmhouse or not. Anyway. Once I get... But but anyway. um, Once I get to... Once I, once I get into the house, they find the jackpot, the holy grail, whatever you want to call it. Canned food. So... I, I think if I was in their shoes right now, I'd be like weeping with joy because they have a sustainable food that they can eat. Now, Harrison, who only eats raw meat, is just like, I don't have anything. And then Doc's just like, Doc points out the window and he goes, uh, there's a cow farm about a mile down the road. Have at it. And then you see Harrison like walking off, like basically skipping because he has food that he can eat. They stay there for a few weeks, and in that time, both May and Doc are able to find weapons that they are like proficient in. And those are knives and throwing stars. Basically, just things that they can throw. So, Doc was actually the second, along with being, um, he was a, a, he played on defense, but he was also the second string quarterback. While they're there, they also train. And this training, they, they use how to, um, or they learn how to proficiently use their weapons and also how to clear the house without making a single sound. And they come proficient in this. As winter's coming closer and closer to them, well, as snow's coming closer and closer to them, um, they find the infected are coming down to the house. And, and Kennedy sees one woman who... She's just like, I feel like I've seen this woman before, but can't place it. But she also sees that this woman is partially decapitated, but 
is still walking around. So then there you you you're kind of seeing this this virus mutate. They finally get to another town. And there they find a army surplus store. When they go to unlock the door, they find that the door's already unlocked, but nothing is taken. So I mean, that's sketchy in itself. They change into, once they get in there, they grab white camo gear, they change into it, they stock up on bullets, knives, sleeping gear, tents, food, and anything else that they can use. Not long after they pack up the car, infected start storming in. So they're able to kill off all the infected, and they hear this, this voice say, who are you? And it's a girl that her name is Christina. Now, wrong way. Christina is 13. She has been staying at the Wilmark. She said she was going there with her mom to get her a birthday present when the infected attacked. And, and it's just her now. And, but that's where all the other healthy people are holding up at. So they stay the night at the surplus store and then they make their way to the Wilmart. Now, she says the Wilmart is just like a Walmart. Um, but during the night, a huge amount of snow um, came down. So they're not able to take the vehicle that they have. So they get to, one of the reasons that they're going back to the Wilmart is because Christina had told them that they had a doctor there. So once they, once they get to where like the hill, where they can kind of like look over and see the Wilmart, they see it is completely surrounded by infected. Which I think they call skin eat. I think the people in the Wilmart call them skin eaters. And so they ask her if there really is a doctor in there because are they really going to risk their lives if there isn't? And she goes, what does it matter? And that, that is the answer right then and there. They're just like, she's using us. Christina is using us. And, and then they're just like, should we go? Should we just move on? And Kennedy's just like, we can't leave these people here that can't fend for themselves. And they come to agreement to kill the infected. So Harrison leads them away yet again. The rest of them are able to get into the Wilmart. And then they're finally able to get Harrison back by him jumping from a billboard onto the roof. Or from a, it was either a tree or a billboard. I can't remember. But it's only a few short hours later that the infected start to break in. But they're able to get everyone moved into the back of a semi-truck trailer and then take off from there. So they're going down the road and then they get stopped. And then these men are just pointing guns at them, saying that they're coming with them. 
And so they are now taken to, I believe they said it was like a, a, a factory or a warehouse, something like that, where everyone else is holding up camp at. While there, Kennedy and Harrison find a neurosurgeon. And they start to tell this neurosurgeon about how using Harrison's blood, they can come up with a cure. The guy doesn't believe him, but Harrison was bitten and they show him that he was, and they show the neurosurgeon. He goes, okay, I believe you. Um, we're, what you're going to need is a lab. And they're just like, we can find one. Like, they're just like, we will find everything. We just need your help. That hope fades, though. Like, they, they have so much hope that they can make this cure. But that hope fades when some of the men from the original group bring in a deer that had been killed by some infected. And they cook that meat. And then they start eating it. What they don't know is even if they cook that meat to pass char... If the virus has died off. So that means everyone who ate that deer meat becomes infected. And those men's turn those men turn and then the doctor is bitten. Kennedy, Harrison, May, Doc, Beverly, and I believe Kennedy as well. They are able to um, they, they start to killing, they start killing off the infected. And when that's done, they're getting ready to get back on the road when all the other survivors are saying that they want to go with them. And, you know, they kind of have to talk it over, but they decide that they're, that they're going to take them. So they start making, again, homemade weapons for the other survivors. Just swords, basically, is what it is. And what they also find out is where the original, where the men of this original camp are, they're actually pretty close to Detroit. So in the morning, they start walking. And they're told that there is a a boys' reform school up the road. And that everything happened before the school was open. So they're going to be stockpiled. Now, this school is like a... Um, like there's dormitories and, and everything on campus. I think it was a reform school. It was, it was some... It was a boys' school of something. Anyway. Um... There are some infected there, but they're able to... So, a lot of the infected there are kids and and some of the adults. They're, they're, the adult infected, they do kill. But they're able to push everyone else out and close the gates. And Harrison's just like, all the infected will be gone by morning. And if they're not, then you can kill them. Before, right when they're able to shut the gates they find this one terrified girl. She's about 16. She's stuck in uh, a tree and the infected are just, jung are just trying to get her. 
Harrison and Kennedy go over and they're just like tell her to climb to the highest branch she can and then she's going to from there jump to the other side of the fence which is a good like four feet but here's the thing if you're just going from a standstill and hoping to do a four foot jump it's not going to go that well unless unless you are a superb athlete and can do that but Harrison tells her, and he's just like repeated, I am my own hero. And she repeats that over and over again. And then she finally jumps and she's able to make it onto the other side. For the next few months, Kennedy and the others, along with Christina, are going out on missions, bringing back people who aren't affected, and slowly getting closer and closer to Detroit. Kennedy and Harrison, they have a fight. Because Harrison isn't going to stop sacrificing himself. And and they're and she they're having a uh, a lover's quarrel. It's just like it almost seems like Harrison's not putting it into the perspective of if Kennedy did this, how would I feel? At this point, they all have their own vehicles that they get to that they're all that they're driving and they get to the out and one day they finally get to the outskirts of Detroit but they're finding that their path to the city is blocked by cars Beverly and Christina are in a car together and they try to drive over the um the cement uh, uh barcade that you or yeah that you can see kind of like on highways and whatnot so they're gonna they're trying to drive over it and they, they get over a couple of them. And then they finally get stuck. What they don't know is that the sound of the revving engine is drawing the infected to them. So they're fighting for their lives to get out of there. And during that fight, Christina is bitten. Beverly is the one to give Christina peace. And she carries the body back to May's truck. And when they get back to the school... She buries her. Kennedy and Harrison spend the night together and when she wakes up, she's all by herself. During the night, she had a dream that they found the found scientists, but when running from the infected, she was bitten. And that dream comes true. What we learn after Kennedy is turned or is bitten is that the person that is bitten and turned, in, and turned into the infected is still conscious of everything going on around them. They cannot control their body whatsoever. So they are seeing and hearing everything, but they can't do a thing about it. The scientists that they find are Harrison's aunt, even some of her co-workers. Harrison takes Kennedy back to the school, guards her day and night for the next few months because he can't let her go. After months of them working on the cure, they finally have it, but they just have to test it out. Harrison wants to get a um, another person that's infected. And one of the co-workers very sneakily goes over and gives Kennedy the serum and it starts to work 
she she's cured from this zombieism. It does take a toll on her body where she it it seems like it feels like they got hit by a bus. Now she goes outside and she's talking to everyone. She's just like, we have a cure. You guys have kind of like seen me and, and know what happened to me. And as she's giving the speech and all of a sudden the, while she's out there, she also has a vial, a, a couple vials of the, she has so many vials in her hand of the cure. So um, she's kind of holding it up. She goes, this is this is the cure. This works. Um, and as they're like kind of discussing it, all the, because they're all outside. They're by the gates. Because more and more infected have, are just like pushing on the gates. So finally the infected are able to come in. Everyone's fighting. Everyone's getting bit and, and everything. And, and they're all turning. And Harrison's covering Kennedy and she kind of like looks off to the side and she sees a hand grenade. Now, during the melee of everything, she had dropped the vials, but she knows kind of like the general vicinity that they're in. So she pulls the pen out, she chucks the grenade, it explodes, and when it explodes, the the vials go up with it, but but the cure becomes airborne. So everyone starts to breathe it in. And everyone starts to get cured. There are some, even though they are cured, they do not... They do not survive. So it all depends on how long they were infected for because you have to, their bodies are naturally decaying because at this point, there's not a lot of blood. There's barely any blood through blood flow through the body. And then also it all depends on what injuries that they have as well. Soon the cure is spread all over the world and life starts to go back to normal. Doc and May, they're able to reconnect with their families. Beverly stayed helping out with finding survivors and curing the infected. Kennedy and Harrison go to Texas to the ranch he grew up on. Before they left, they stopped at her dad's grave and they found that May had left the throwing stars there as she promised. They meet up once a year on the anniversary of the day that their lives changed. But other than that, there's hardly any contact between them. And that is the end of the book and series. So I I really do like this book. I do. I'm not a huge fan of reading about um, zombie apocalypses. Um, it's actually just kind of like a new genre that I've gotten into. Um, but I think it's fascinating because you see these these kids. They're all 17, 18 years old. 
you see them morph into adults before your own eyes. They are put in these impossible situations and, and they, they're not cowering away. They are going headfirst into danger, trying to help people. And it's, it, it truly is amazing to, to, to read because you get to see, I'm going to take Beverly. Beverly, I'm, I'm first book. I did not like Beverly at all because Beverly was this spoiled girl who, who felt like whatever was happening, it wasn't happening to her. It was happening to other people and she was going to be just fine. That was kind of like the thoughts that she was going through. And like she, when they left the school and she saw like the devastation that was outside, it kind of hits her that, you know, during, during the entire time I was safe in the school, I was sun tanning. I was just kind of doing my own thing, not worried about anyone else. And then when she's outside and she's kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're in the middle of the disaster zone and she sees what she had compared to other people. You get to see this, this change come over her. And that change really started once she found her father, but it was just this, you get to see, I like how we get to see this big change with Hillary. I, why do I want to call her Hillary? It's not Hillary, it's Beverly. You also get to see character growth between, um, I think it's mostly with May that we get to see it. Because Doc, I mean, he he always seemed to have this confidence about him. And it kind of, the confidence grows. May we see was a little timid and and just not very and very shy. But you get to see her grow out of that shell into this amazing woman who's not afraid to kick ass anymore. So it, it it's kind of nice to see these characters grow. I Harrison in this in the second book, Harrison did really piss me off because I get it. He feels like he is the one that has to protect everyone. But I don't think it fully got into his head that if he goes down, they're all screwed. They don't know how much venom his body can take. And he's just putting himself in harm's way left, right, and center. And I, I see how that's frustrating for Kennedy. I do. And she tries to tell him that. But... They're both extremely, extremely stubborn. Wow. It, I love that they're able to find a cure at the end. I'm glad for it. I'm glad that most of everyone is okay. And life can kind of go back to the way that it was. Everything's going to be different. But... I mean, kind of look how we are now. We are coming up on, uh, we just surpassed the second year of 
um, COVID. So it was what about March of somewhere in March of 2020 of when COVID really hit the U.S. hard. So we we just surpassed that. We are, I mean, yeah, we're still getting back to how things used to be. And I remember going into quarantine and hearing, oh, you know, this is only going to last like six months and we'll be fine. We're, we're two years later and, and we are now just starting to get back to kind of how things were beforehand. So, uh, um, so since that was the second and last book of the series, we get to pick a new, a new series and or book right now. So while I'm stirring up the papers, I'm going to tell you guys where you can find me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at not your normal books podcast. You can also find me on, or you can also email me at notyournormalbooks at gmail.com. You can either email me or message me um, uh, uh, book suggestions, thoughts and feelings on any of the books, any questions that you have your own takes on them. Um, I kind of want to hear what you guys think about them. So with that being said and done, our new book is... Hollywood Roommates by Elizabeth Briggs. This is a standalone. So that will be the next book that we are doing. So I will see you guys all next week.